Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. Some people may have success eating 1,200 calories of garbage. Just like you would probably get less incidence of lung cancer if you smoked shorter cigarettes. (laughs) It's episode 53 of the Simply Human Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it's a Move Like a Human discussion with Kate Galliette, coach, blogger, and uh, just all-around super smart person. Then it's another moderately funny edition of the Humans Being Human segment with the crazy backwoods suspicious lady. And we'll wrap up with our Simply Human tip of the week. How are you, Rick? That is a very, uh, very intriguing title for humans being human. Yeah, we're going I'm not even sure where you're going. Yeah, we're going a little different direction today. It's just I'm basically going to tell you something crazy that happened to me uh and it, and I have some voicemails to to play for us all and it's going to be a good time. So you've we're involved you and I are involved in a group text message with uh three other people uh some some guys that we we knew from like high school. Are they from- people, Rick? I think they're monsters. <laughs> After reading some of these, yes, they are monsters. But uh, it's it's one of those like where I'll wake up at like three o'clock in the afternoon and I'll look at my phone and I'll have like a hundred unread text messages. So I have to catch up to the conversation. So this was something that started uh, from that conversation that we have with our friends. So I'm very much looking forward to to hearing the full story because when you oh, man. when you wake up and you see there's like a hundred messages you're just you like forget catch it up on yeah. all of them. you can't get all of the context so what? I never really understood what the deal is so I'm looking forward to hearing this what annoys me about the group text is like let's say you are trying to catch up well if somebody texts yeah and then it ah! it all the way down to the bottom then you got to find the thing yeah it's very annoying and that was one of my favorite group text message moments was when uh, you were trying to catch up with something <laughs> and you texted. Guys, please stop. I have to catch up and read like the last 200 texts. And so, of course, everyone just starts like nonstop texting, 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 trying to to just screw with you. That was pretty yeah. jerks. Um, OK, we uh, ha- are having the Simply Human T-shirt giveaway a thon. Uh, so we have a, we've had a lot of reviews. It hasn't helped us in the rankings. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Yeah, who cares? It's good to have the reviews, and we've got like six or seven entrants uh, in the. In the we're actually going to have. I'm reading drug, some of them now. By the way, they're pretty. They're, some of them are pretty funny. Um, I think my favorite one is uh, by user uber joe yeah <laughs> the title is a definitive review of the simply human podcast and he just puts but <laughs> that is right up uh, yeah uh, that is right up my alley uh joe so, so to speak yeah uh, there it is it's right in your wheelhouse as we learned not to say uh on the video show um uh, Beverly Meyer emailed me yesterday. My my interview on her show is is about to go up, and then we'll keep you posted on uh, when our one on two with uh, Vinny goes up. It should be soon. Uh, but leave us a review. You still have as the time of this if this airing will be the twenty eighth. You still have three days uh, to get uh, your review entered, so we can put your name in the literal hat that I'm going to put your name into and uh, one of your ridiculous uh, oversized hats that you put your tuck your ears into we were my wife and I were watching something last night a TV show or something where it came up where she was like oh yeah mr maybe because she she wanted she said I want that too and I'm like oh you want that and you want this you want everything and she's like hey mr 
guess I just bought an Olympic bar. She's like, you Mr. Olympic bar shoe man. And, and, she, and she was like, you, you, I was like, I don't buy lots of shoes. And she was like, you just bought, sh- you just bought shoes. And I kind of looked, I was like, when did I buy shoes? She was like last week. And I kind of got this sheepish look on my face and she was like, what? And I was like, I, I, I bought I bought shoes yesterday. <laughs> like I bought another pair of shoes yesterday. <laughs> They're very important. Shoes are very important. Um, so there's the uh, leave a review, and you will be entered into a free T-shirt giveaway. Uh, also, the Simply Human resets are are up and running. Um, I will link to them in the show notes at simplyhumanlifestyle.com/shop, and you can get all the information for the reset. We have uh, several people going through the resets right now. Um, it is now uh, time on the show where we. Uh, hold on, I got to do the intro music. Uh, that was very professional, uh, professionally made music. Did you call a, a musician and have them do that? For I you? did. Uh, I have a, a very famous uh, contact that wrote that for me. Um, so coming in, uh, this is like in the top 100. Uh, yeah, this is our, we're continuing our segment of, at this point, I think it, unless, instead of like us just like, why can't we get in this, crack the top 300? At this point, I think we've realized that there's no rhyme or reason why, like, the top 300 and the iTunes, you know, each category of program, like there's no rhyme or reason why some are in the top 300 because it makes no sense. Right. And so at this point, it's just pointing out the ridiculous. Right. We're, 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 I think we're done trying to climb the rankings. It's not going to yeah. happen. <laughs> Coming in at about, oh, uh, right, 90 something. It is natural bodybuilding with Mark David. Mark David, the man with two first names. And on December 5th, 2012, Mark David recorded a 23-minute and 37-second issue or a, a show titled Carb Backloading. That was it. And then <laughs> he forgot he had a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or as you say, he carb backloaded so hard that he crapped his pants and died. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Thank you, Mark Davis. Mark for, David. Uh, Mark David. Humor. Mark David. Not Mark Davis. Mark, oh, I'm sorry. Mark yeah. David. Oh, uh, God. I wouldn't want to mess up the name of yeah. such a very important and influential yeah. podcaster. Yes, so um, excited about Kate Galliott, uh, who was on the show. This she is a really, really great conversation we had with her. Yes. Like, I say this to everyone we talk to, and we know some of them I'm blowing smoke up their rear ends. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, it was a really fun 30 minutes. It was super interesting. We definitely like, need to what is that cocking noise? Again. What is that but, cocking noise as you're, like, cocking the gun? You're, like, just right, you're about to shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to ask you the last question. And you're like, oh, okay, you, like, take the cock. Thing off. Uh, that's Whoa, what she said. That's what, what she said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about a gun. You have derailed. Yeah. <laughs> but I was genuinely sincere when I told Kate that this was a fun conversation and we should do it again. I wasn't rolling my eyes. Right. Our uh, our volunteer <laughs> our volunteer assignments editor Tim uh, sent me her stuff and uh, and so it was it was really good. She is uh, she's in uh, Illinois, I believe. Uh, and does some personal training, and then has like corporate fitness stuff that she does, and she's been doing it for a long time, and uh, so it's really, really a, a good conversation. And uh, hopefully, we'll have her back on. I mean, by the time we get to the end of this conversation, as you will hear, I mean, we hadn't even like gotten to. That's any what it feels like with some of these guests. We really haven't even scratched the surface. We want to go in a direction, and then like the conversation takes us in another direction that's just as interesting. But yeah, we need to have some of these people on. Some more. Yeah. I mean, and so the other ones, I'm like going, how in the world are we going to make this 30 minutes? <laughs> and if you've been a guest on the Simply Human podcast, we're, we're not talking kidding. about you. I we're not talking about you. We're talking about the other guy. <laughs> yeah. No, we're just joking around. Most of them are uh, very interesting conversations. Hey, I don't uh, want to make anybody feel bad. You listen. Hear the baby crying. What? 
Can you hear that? What are we, what are we doing? Can you hear the baby crying? Oh, yeah, I can now. Yeah, the monitor is on in here. My, my parents are here, and uh, my son just woke up. Whose birthday is the 25th, as we're recording this, is tomorrow. Yes, happy um, almost birthday. Yeah, time so it's talk. good good, uh, good that he's almost one. So uh, let's go ahead and get to Kate, and I'm really— Yeah, we've run out of stuff to talk about very obviously. We're <laughs> yeah. like, hey, there's a baby. There's a baby. Let's listen to the baby crying. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to hear more in my life is more children screaming well, and crying. As uh, as Mushmouth on the ticket uh, recently said, you know, we're super busy, so we need to get this going, uh, and we're— uh, we're busy uh, collecting rocks and seeing if we can put them into a pile. <laughs> so uh, you can find us online at simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Uh, there are links to the Facebook page, YouTube channel. Rick just wrote something on the Food for Thought tab. Uh, very Yes, cool uh, it, it, it's a challenge for all my humans out there. So go read this article. Uh, there's a grammatical error in it. Hopefully Mark will have corrected it by then. But uh, read this article and join me. You'll know what I want you to join in with That's what me for <laughs> awkward so, so dismount. So uh, after you read the article, so go read it and, uh, and start a membership. Sweet. Uh, there are links to the uh, nutrients and skinny fat products and coupon codes, $10 off the nutrients, multivitamin, and $5 off the skinny fat uh, on, the, on the website there, too. Um, Simply Human Kids page, and uh, follow me on Twitter, at simplyhuman 52 and on Instagram with that same handle. Uh, you can also email the show at simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com and at simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. And thank you for everyone who has reached out to us. Uh, there have been a lot of emails coming in lately, and uh, we really appreciate hearing from everybody. Uh, and uh, if you have anything that you would like to tell us, good or bad, email us. And, uh, and I promise you... I want to hear one of those bad ones. I want to hear someone email me and be like, hey, You're disgusting. Your show is ridiculous. Yeah. I hate you. And then just like email me a photocopy of like their middle finger or something yeah uh all right so let's get to our conversation with kate we talked to her about foundational movement the six pillars of movement uh which are feet glutes hips core shoulders and posture Uh, we talk about spending too much time in one position movement breaks how pain affects your happiness (laughs) there's still crying baby kids and specializing free play making feet stronger self-myofascial release multitasking and time management here's kate so so kate galliette is on the show and kate what are some of the uh uh, pronunciations that you've gotten in the past gillette gillette galliette um any manner of anything wrong that you could think somebody could say, they've said it. Gaillet, See, Gaillet-y. The only thing I could think of looking at it is maybe it could be like a French. Yeah. It is French. French. But like, you it look is. at it, you'd be like, Gallier. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Silent T at the end. But <laughs> I don't know. That it was Gallier before we came here, and then they added the extra T on when we came here to the U.S., and it became okay. Gallier. Wow. So do you still have a family in, in France? No. Um... <laughs> They came a long time. I would yeah. like to know if I do. I actually don't know. And that's, um, you know how you can do all those historical, like look up your family kind of things. Uh-huh. I want to do that and really go farther back than just the U.S. history um, because we came from France. And I would love to know like more about all of that. And I've actually just picked up um, French now. I'm starting to learn it. I did Spanish in high school because, you know, that's what all the kids right. did, it seemed like. Um, and so have always wanted to know French and be able to speak it. And so figured, why not? And I just started studying actually a couple months ago. Rick, do you get this? Uh, do you get this reference? We come from France. Uh, that's uh, the Coneheads, right? Yes, yes. Sorry, okay, live Coneheads. Okay. The voice gave it away. Yeah. Mark um, Rogers with the hard-hitting question yeah. that everyone wants to hear. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, Kate, uh, I was actually our uh, our informal assignments editor, listener of the show, actually emailed me your website, and I started uh, looking around at it and was like, okay, we definitely have to have her on. So Kate has uh, you know, very many passions, and you are basically, your focus is helping humans, which is good because it's a show for humans by humans, uh, helping humans move better by building foundational strength and mobility in them. What does that mean? Define that. I'm happy to. So I want to help folks do everything they want to do in life and then some, and even the stuff that they don't know that they want to do yet. However, modern day living, I think we can agree, really crushes your body and forces you into these positions that are completely unnatural. And then we want to go do all this fun, exciting stuff like throw our dog's toy in the yard or hike a mountain or do an Ironman triathlon. And we're trying to do it with these bodies that have this 21st century living ground down into it. We have um, movement mechanics that aren't great anymore. Our total movement quality isn't amazing the way it, it could be and the way it used to be as kids. And so when I start with folks, we know we have that long-term goal in mind of wherever we want to get to, um, but we go back first and look at their foundation and make sure that's really strong, stable, durable, and mobile so that they can build off that, the strength or endurance or power that they need to do whatever sport that they love the most or whatever lifestyle activity they love the most. And when we're looking at the foundation, there's six things that I'm looking at, and that's the movement organization that I've developed over 12 years of working with folks. There were these six areas that seem to chronically have breakdowns and issues and pain and injuries. Can I guess what some of them are? What? Please do. Okay. Yeah, they're the six pillars. Please okay. guess tell as many me. six pillars as you can. Okay, tell me if I if I get them right. Like, give me like a ding ding or something. Okay. okay. Or uh, you just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hips, pelvis. Ding ding. Okay. Uh, shoulders. Ding ding. Like thoracic spine. In a way, yes. Okay. Ding ding. Okay. Um, knees. Mm, no. I have to say pass on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting to do that. The yeah. You're three degrees to the left. Your answer was off to the right a little bit. What, and then, and then, is there any another another one you could guess? I would say feet, and I don't. Ooh, know yeah, feet, anything. definitely feet. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. Look at me. I'm fitness expert. Ding Jones ding over ding here. ding ding. <laughs> Seriously, let me run them through for you, and you'll be like, yeah, absolutely. But for those who don't maybe understand why, we can get into any more of them if you wish. Um, the first, and probably my favorite, if I had to pick of the six. But they're like children. How do you pick your favorite? Right, My first would probably be strong feet um, because when our feet don't have great mechanics, that affects everything in the lower leg and the ankle. And that translates up to our glutes and our hips and how those function. Um, not to mention, it just stinks when your feet hurt and you're laying in bed at night and you're like, man, my feet are killing me. Like that doesn't feel good. So strong feet is our first one. Uh, strong glutes would be the next one. And that's the one that I said you're three degrees off on the, on the knees. Oh, right, so our right, knees right. and our knee health and our, our lower body health, of course, is affected by how strong our glutes are. But as you might be well aware, we have an epidemic of weak glutes from folks who have to sit for their entire day. So we work on that. And then hip stability, which is a little bit different than strong glutes, um, but it's looking more at the entire hip complex and getting mobile where you need to, and then getting stable where you need to as well. I can't tell you how many runners and triathletes I work with who have like a lateral hip shift happening when they run. So not only are they pushing down into the ground, but they're dumping energy left and right as they do that. And so they end up getting weaker and injured because of it. So we've got strong feet, strong glutes, strong hips, uh, strong core, so moving up into our torso now, um, and getting everything coordinated so we're not relying on just one or two muscles to do all of the work that your torso muscles should be doing for you. 
Um, and then scapular stability, which you mentioned with shoulders, having that a coordinated um, movement quality and as well as um, mobility um, to break out of that desk worker, carrying kids, lounging around kind of posture. Um, and then the last one is postural strength. So really focusing on the backside of our upper body so that it stands tall and can stay stable and can bend over and stand up and not throw its back out just doing that. Yeah, that's, so that's great. Um, what, uh, like, t- what is the difference? I know a lot of people think like, well, you know, like if you're super flexible, if you can touch your toes, if you can do all this stuff, like, okay, flexibility, mobility, and stability are all very different things. Can you sort of explain that? Definitely. So if your goal is to be a yogi and be super flexible, awesome. Good on you. That's your thing. What we're talking about here, though, with mobility is having enough soft tissue movement capability to be able to do the things you want to do without having so much that you then start to have unstable joints. So there are times when if we overstretch a muscle and we're spending too much time working on static flexibility, for example, we can actually make something like the pelvis more unstable because our hamstrings have gotten too lengthened. Um, so we want to be very mindful of that, that with mobility, we're trying to create enough movement capacity to excel at whatever we want to do without excessive grinding of the joints, um, but not so much that we then lose the stability of that joint. Right. Yeah, that's that's really good. And uh, so what are, like, why... Uh, are we so glued up? Like what, what are the main issues that the, the majority of us in Western society are facing? We spend too much time in one position and it can be any number of positions, too much time in seated positions. Of course, that's like the rage these days, um, just to get up and out of your chair. However, um, I coach a corporate fitness group and their office is really progressive and they got them all stand up desks Cool. and surprise, surprise, they all started having aches and pains moving into the stand-up desks. And as we explored that and unpacked that, it wasn't because they were standing and it wasn't because they weren't fit enough to stand. They were staying in one position for too long, which is the same exact issue that was happening when we were sitting. And so we've implemented a new strategy there and something I would would impart our listeners to do. It's not so much about stop sitting. um, It's about stop staying in one position for too long. So whether that's sitting or standing, get up and move and shift positions on a regular basis. Incorporate movement breaks into your day, even if it's just going into the doorway at the uh, office uh, lunchroom and stretching your pecs out and then walking back to your desk and standing or sitting there. Yeah, I know, uh, Rick, while uh, I was watching the Cowboy game on uh, on Sunday, I did not sit on the couch for the entire three hours. I, and this is something I've never done before, like actually during a football. And it's also because I'm sort of nervous watching the Cowboys. Yeah, they're, I was going to say, it's because you're pacing back and forth. Probably, but. but like I had like my, my Theracane and my lacrosse balls and my Supernova ball. And I'm like, I never stopped doing like mobility stuff, stretches. Like I had my uh, uh, like a PVC pipe that I would, you know, you know, take back and forth uh, pass throughs and things like that. And for the entire three and a half hours, I was just moving. And I felt like amazing. Like after, instead of like, you know, you like, you're sitting watching a movie or something, and like when you get up, you're just like, oh, you know, kind of like. That's what happens to me uh, at work when I uh, get out of my car and I've been sitting for for quite some time. Uh, Rick is a cop, by the way, Kate. Yeah, I'm I'm a police officer, so I sit in a car. Uh, It's actually surprisingly, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Not moving type of job, like a surprisingly uh, sedentary type of job. But uh, I'll get up out of my car, and it's like, uh, oh man, oh my whole body feels just like it's crunched together in this ball, and just the act of standing up feels like I'm just pulling everything apart. Uh, so you're just, you're just saying between how often would you say 
uh, Kate, that we need to be changing positions from standing to sitting, like, you know, a break once an hour, break once yeah, I'd like every to 35 see, minutes, what? I'd like to see a break once an hour, um, but I'm also very um, loose in how I recommend mobility work because everybody's different, and everybody's coming from a different place, and somebody might get up once an hour, move around, and it doesn't do much for them because they've got way more stuff to undo and way more stiffness to get through and get out of, and they might need to do it more often. Somebody, like, for example, if I used to need to, you know, roll my quads out because they were so tight from gymnastics um, every day, and after really getting on my mobility program and getting ahead of that snowball, it was rolling down the hill of quad tightness, um, I was able to get to a place where I could do it less often and maintain the results for a longer period of time. Um, but going back to what you're saying about, you know, getting up out of the chair, that's what I'm talking about with foundational strength and mobility. Like, you don't feel great just getting up out of your chair after a long work day, and then, you know, you want to go do something intense, whether it be, you know, uh, running or CrossFit or any other strength and conditioning program or anything, a sports league. And how are you supposed to do that to the best of your ability without getting injured when just getting up from a long day makes you feel stiff, you know? So that's where I'm coming from with this whole foundational strength and mobility stuff. We want to get folks at a new level of high-quality movement so that everything else in their life becomes easier and better. Now, Kate, I'm having a bit of an epiphany here. I don't know if, you, if you've had a chance to check out our website, but Mark and I's take on, on uh, health and wellness is basically we have the four pillars of the Simply Human lifestyle. Eat like a human, move like a human, sleep like a human, and enjoy life like a human. And when you were just saying that, it like the light bulb went off in my head. Being able to move around without having pain, this is like the most the simplest statement anyone ever made in the history of the world. It has an impact on everything you do. It has an impact on how on, on three of our four pillars. Because if you are hurting all the time and you you feel like you're just uh, glued up or knotted up or whatever, and you can't you can't enjoy life because you can't you know go play. Uh, catch with your kids or take them to the park uh, or something like that. You can't take a walk with your family because you're just, you, you're in pain. You can't sleep because when you wake up, you're not rested because you wake up and you're, you know, oh, God, I feel like crap, like I've, you know, stuck in suspended animation. And you can't move like a human because workouts are difficult. They're painful, and they're really not supposed to be. Right. That's exactly it. And we've got study after study that shows us that people who are in pain have less uh, you know, serotonin in their body and don't feel as happy and are more prone to depression. And not surprising, if you've ever been in pain, like throwing your back out or um, to having a rib go out of place or um, fracturing something, small or large, if pain is the first thing you have to think about, everything else becomes secondary, including your happiness and the way you go through life. And that to me is unacceptable for humans. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, so like, you know, you, you've mentioned before, like, or in an email uh, before we talked about how, you know, aches and pains have sort of become this new normal as heart disease and obesity and diabetes has sort of become the new normal as you age. So, like, what, what can we do other than, I know you're working with, like, the stand-up desk. I'm standing up right now. Uh, I have a stand-up desk at my office, um, you know, and I'm a big proponent of that. But, like, what are some things that, you know, we can start doing with kids, like what habits can we start forming in these kids to keep? Cause like, I can't sit Indian style. Like I've been working in like the last three years or, uh, sorry, crisscross. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I've been working the last three years to just try to unglue enough where I can sit like that comfortably on the floor. And it's really taking a long time because I've spent 20 years just sitting, you know, just, just flexed in a, in a desk. So, so what are some of the things we can do uh, for our kids? 
Awesome question um, because it really does start there. I coach a lot of high school and college athletes and first and foremost, we're focusing on getting them stronger because all of them have become specialized athletes and that's great if you want to go do that route. However, we have study after study showing us now that the more specialized you become early on, the harder it is for your body to do normal movement patterns. If you ask a a softball player or a basketball player to do a crawling pattern on the floor, um, scarily, it is very difficult for them to do that these days because they don't get to do free play. Um, And so when I see my folks, we work on strength for their given sport, but that is balanced out almost 50-50, if not more so, um, leaning towards this other way, with movements that are human movement and that get them out of the positions they're in during the day. So I know they're in school sitting all day. And you know when you're in school and you have that um, desk with the um, the desk is attached to it on right. the right side? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All of my kids when they started school this year came in the next two weeks slumped on their right side. And I was like, okay, I'm seeing this repeatedly. Oh, it's your desk. Oh, you're sitting for eight hours a day in that desk. Okay, yeah. perfect. We can undo that. And so I started working on like standing rotation and throwing drills and things that get them into extension and out of that seated position for so long. In fact, a couple of my high school kids even got permission from a few of their teachers to stand during class and roll their um, chest out and their lats out on their lacrosse ball standing in the wall at the back of the, the room. They're swimmers, and so they know how much mobility work they need. And so they got permission to do that. And at first the kids were like, what are you doing, you weirdos? Because you know how kids can be sometimes. And then they'd show it to them, and they'd teach the other kids. And the kids were like, holy cow, that A hurts, but B feels better after I do it. And it's fun for them to have a little excitement in class when they're not sitting all the time. And I think that's awesome that the teachers allowed that and saw the opportunity there. So that's our first thing is to get them up out of their seated position during the day and then give them movements that go completely the opposite direction from whatever sport or lifestyle thing they're doing during their day. Yeah, so like the uh, the uh, young uh, men in the class can now focus their attention on mobility instead of popping the bra strap of the girl sitting in front of them. Mark, yeah. not every student is like you. Some of us are highly tuned scholars, really trying to be become learned learned gentlemen. Uh, yeah. Now, one of the things you were talking, one of your your six, uh, what would you call it? Your six like foundational things is your feet. And that is something that is very uh, – that's on the top of my mind right now. Uh, I am uh, 34. I'll be 35 here in a couple of months, so I'm not Jeez. No, particularly old, although some people <laughs> would call me my, – my son the other day said that I'm super old, as old as Santa Claus. Like, Screw <laughs> you! But I've noticed that my feet – and it's not like I stand up and like, oh, like I can't walk around. But like I'll have these random – and it's like you guys said. It's becoming kind of the new normal. I just started paying attention. I was like, man, my feet, they don't hurt, but they hurt like a little bit. It's not like this crazy pain that I can't stand up. But I've noticed like my feet hurt, and they probably hurt I would say most of the time. What are some things that those of us that listen to the show, the regular humans, the non-superhumans, what are some things that we can do day-to-day, especially with feet? That uh, that we can do to make sure that we're our healthiest version. I have a question for you. What kind of shoes do you have to wear for work? Well, I wear. Uh, I guess they're probably you'd call them combat boots, uh, okay. probably. But uh, when I run, I wear uh, New Balance Minimus. And when I'm not running, odds are it, it, uh, I, that makes it sound like I run like ten thousand miles a week. Uh, if I'm at my house, odds are I'm barefoot. Uh, that's generally speaking. Awesome. Okay. So a lot of folks have that issue where they have to be in a certain kind of shoe at work. Um, My recommendation always is to push the boundaries on that as far as you possibly can. Now, if there's a safety hazard with changing the shoe and the footwear, be smart. But many offices, you absolutely can get away with wearing a 
shoe that has a lower heel, that has a bigger toe box, that maybe is even a little more flexible, like a, a minimus type running shoe or something like that. Um, I, you can push it if you ask, um, but many places won't even mind if you just started doing it. So that would be the first thing is get your footwear improved. Get out of the heels. Sorry, ladies, but get out of them. Um, get out of the flip-flops, especially even though they're fun. I love flip-flops. Um, get out of them because they're not helping our feet in any way. Get out of the things with the tight toe box. Do that as much as you can at work. And then you're dead on with what you're doing in the rest of your life. But I'd love to see you add some mobility and some strength work to your foot um, training program, if you could call it that. Walking around barefoot is great. And it is shocking how many people can't walk around barefoot because it hurts too bad. And if that's you, that's a first sign that you need to. Now, there are times where I walk around my house and I have probably like 50% hardwood floor, 50% carpet. And there are times where like I'm walking around like uh, and and I'm like, uh, and it hurts my feet a little bit. It's not all the time. But like when I'm walking on the hard surfaces, sometimes it does hurt a little bit. So. There you go. There's your red flag that you need to do more work. So uh, I would want to ask, are you doing any mobility work with a lacrosse ball on your feet, like standing and rolling your foot? Uh, I do uh, very sporadically, and it sounds weird, but like I play hockey every once in a while. And before I play hockey, I have a lacrosse ball in my bag, and I roll the bottoms of my feet because I find that that uh, helps with uh, just a lot of crazy like flexibility in your leg. It, it's all connected, and I can't tell you how, but like I'll do that before I play hockey. But not. it's definitely not like an everyday thing. Should I be doing that every day? Every day, yep. Put it somewhere where you can get onto it first thing in the morning or where you have a break in your day where your shoes might be off or if it's the end of the day, then just do that then. Again, I'm pretty flexible with where and when you do your mobility work. I just want you to get it done. So the easiest way, of course, is in the morning, somewhere near your bed where you won't trip on it in the middle of the night, um, where you can roll your feet for even a minute or two. Uh, before you go off and start your day or do it as you're getting ready or making coffee in the morning. Um, that would be the first thing. Do that every single day. Um, are you rolling your calves out at all? <laughs> no. I probably should be. I ha- and, you know, I have a foam roller, I but uh, it, right now it's more of like, you know how some people have like the treadmill in their house and it becomes like <laughs> the clothes hanger? Uh, I just have a bunch of stuff sitting on top of it, and I have it, and Mark always tells me, you need to be foam rolling. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> foam rolling, get out of here, Fitness Jones. But yes, I have one of those. Do I use it? No, I do not use it, and I should. Well, maybe this will be the day we turn the tide. This but is it. Deal. Either you'll be ready for it or you won't. And so I tell all my folks, either you're going to do this or you're not. And until the pain of staying the way you are becomes great enough, you won't really take action. So Okay, I'm pledging right now. What day is the show going to hit, Mark? Uh, the 28th. 28th of October. Yep. Uh, by the time this hits, I will have been doing this for a couple of days. I'm going to commit to uh, to doing this every day uh, for a month. And there I, you go. You know, we talked about that recently, but I'm going to do this every day for a month. There okay? it is. Perfect. So continue with what you're saying with rolling your calves. Sorry. What I'd like to do is, um, do you guys do show notes or anything like that? Yes, yes, yes. Perfect. I'm going to send you a link for some of my favorite ways to roll your calves that awesome. are not the norm, um, that aren't the average way that you see everybody roll their calves out. And they're phenomenal for helping you really get into that tissue. So what we're doing with rolling all that stuff out for anyone who doesn't understand that yet is we're trying to make the soft tissue more pliable. And we're doing it in areas where either the bones of the feet are articulating and moving with the floor. You have a whole bunch of bones in your foot. And it, it are, can actually articulate you know, like to the 10th degree power to the 4th. Um, amount of waste and we lose all of that when that soft tissue gets really tight so we're breaking up that soft tissue and getting it more pliable and then with the calves of course the calf muscle runs down the back of the leg and goes underneath the foot and attaches at various places down there and so if that's not mobile enough 
the way your foot um, flexes and extends and hits the ground will change. And that can translate to foot pain because your foot is almost like it's being casted now where it has a brace against it and it's not being allowed to move the way it wants to and the way it was designed to. So I'd recommend starting with that. And then there are some foot strengthening drills that we do as part of the Strong Foot program um, that I do with my in-person clients and my uh, online clients and my um, online coaching program. And that makes a massive difference. And uh, it's too many words to explain in like a, a verbal format, um, but I'd be happy to show you some of them so that you can get started strengthening your feet and really taking care of some of this foot pain that might be starting now, but then in a couple of years is going to become a chronic thing if you're not on top of it. Awesome. See, like I, I've always been had like kind of a weird gait. Mark can probably uh, attest to this. I've always been a little bit of a duck walker. Like my feet point out, and I think that comes from uh, from playing hockey. That's how your feet have to be to push off and to get forward push. So uh, my running stride, I look weird, and my walking stride, I feel like uh, I look probably a little bit weird. So I'm trying to straighten my feet up. But this is uh, this is awesome. Feet uh, feet mobility, feet exercise. That's probably something that that people are, aren't. That's not on the top of their minds all the time, but. You know, if you look at how like old people move around, they look like they uh, the ones that are in pain. They look like their feet are just bothering the crap well, out of them. And, and, and you I know, think that's and the one. and the shoe and the footwear issue is just like pharmaceuticals. It's like, okay, our feet hurt. So what are we going to do? We're going to wear a bigger, thicker orthotic that's only going to it's going to make the pain go away for maybe for a little bit. But you're not doing anything to fix the problem. All you're doing is sort of masking and putting a band aid over this temporary pain, it's only going to lead to more pain. And like, it's just like the weaker your feet get, the worse off you're going to be. I mean, it's just, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. The whole idea of orthotics is something that, you know, there might be a time and a place for it, but it is my mission to get every client who walks in my door out of their orthotics that they're in when they first show up to yeah. me. Um, and it might take a year, but we get there. Gosh, I don't think I've had anybody who hasn't gotten there yet. Um, but it just takes a little bit of time. And I always remind these guys because they say, well, orthotics, you know, you're supposed to be wearing them. That's what we've been conditioned to believe that now. And we do that exact same analogy. Like if you broke your arm, would you wear your cast for the rest of your life? Right. Or would you take it off? And then just keep, yeah, just keep wearing a bigger and bigger cast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And now, now you did say something a second ago, you said it takes time and that is absolutely true. Like when you have spent 10, 20, 50 years wearing high heels and shoes and, and having sort of your, your foot, uh, you know, neuromuscular system sort of turned off, you know, it, you can't just like put on a pair of Vibram five fingers and go run a marathon. I mean, it's, uh, I, I tried to do that and uh, ended up getting like a stress fracture in my foot. Uh, and so it's just like it, it now I'll, I'll, anytime I take a walk, which is just about every morning, I'll take the dogs on a walk. I just, I wear my, my Vibrams, uh, just some light walking. I, I initially got to where I could walk around the block in them once and then my feet were just hurting too bad. Now I, I, I've, I've gotten to a point where I, I can't find enough time to walk enough to get to that point where they hurt now. So I really feel like my feet have gotten a lot stronger and, and, uh, and yeah, so that's, you know, the other thing about like in the office, if you like work at a desk, take your shoes off. Uh, or if you're standing, you can just take your shoes off for a second. And, uh, I've got a little, uh, PVC pipe that I've got at the office. I've got the lacrosse ball and then I'll stand on a PVC pipe and just kind of roll that, uh, back and forth underneath, uh, uh, my feet. So now, the thing that's sticking out at me, the, the exercises, both of you are talking about doing with your feet. These are not like, uh, you know, we talk about working out and exercise. You're not like, you know, putting on your headband, and, like, your, <laughs> your tights and uh, your wristbands and like preparing to go to the gym to to get yeah. totally ripped. These are things you can do while you're at the office, while you're doing work, right. while you're watching television, yeah. in, in my case, while you're cooking, while you're doing literally almost anything 
these are things you can be doing. You can be multitasking. Uh, and so that's the I most speak- important thing you're hitting on there that this, it had those small retraining drills for your found your foundational movement capacity. They have to be in your daily life. Otherwise, when, when are you going to get ahead of the curve on this one? Right. You're just not, you've as you said, you've had decades of stuff kind of going the opposite direction. I'm a perfect example of it. Um, when I was doing middle distance running, I just thought I always quote unquote, always had a right foot that the arch was kind of dropped out on and, uh, was kind of caving in a little bit. My aches and pains always were on the right side of my body. Um, and that developed over some time. I wasn't born that way, but it developed somewhere in there. And I, that's when I really started diving into building strong feet and figuring out just how much muscle tone you could put back into your feet. And the reality is we, we know we need to get strong in our, our body. Why aren't we looking at our lower leg and our feet the same way? You need to have muscle tone in your body. You need to have muscle tone in your feet. Otherwise, what's supporting your feet and generating power from the bottom of your leg to get you moving through the rest of your life. And in fact, over the course of six months, I was able to retrain my arch so that I built muscle tone and actually have a nice elevated arch on that right side that matches the left side now. And strengthening my foot made my shoe size go down half a size. Yeah, me, that happened to me too. Yeah, I used to wear 13s. I've, I've worn 13s since I was in eighth grade. Yeah. That is humongous, by the way. I, I know. And then and then when I when I started doing this a few years ago, after my my feet sort of adjusted, I wear like 12s now. Like And it, like 13s are just way too Well, big. I don't want to go, go out and have to buy all new shoes. <laughs> I mean, crying out loud, I'd rather have feet that hurt all the time well, and be in terrible pain than have to buy another pair of shoes. I imagine I imagine Rick is going to like be like, okay, I can do this. And he's going to tape lacrosse balls to his feet so the first <laughs> so the first thing that he does in the morning he's like well time to wake up <laughs> like, <laughs> just sliding around on all of them true story in high school uh, you know those uh, i don't see him much anymore but they used to have i don't remember what they called them but they were basically like these big blocks that you could tape or not tape but like attach to the front of your shoes and oh, supposedly yeah. they would give you these crazy calves, calves yeah. like uh, uh, the strength shoes. Yeah, that's what the, the brand of them was. And supposedly you could like jump super high and build your calves up. Wow. And so I wore those around for like two days, and I <laughs> could not walk for real yeah, for like a whole week after that. It was so crazy. That's not what we're telling our listeners to do here. Listeners, we don't want you to get blocks and put them underneath your shoes <laughs> yeah, or tape lacrosse balls to your Man, feet. There's a lot of things we don't want our listeners to we do that we talk about, but that's one of them. Yes. And start doing foot strengthening drills. There's a whole section on that in my um, online program. Because because folks just have no idea. How, because they, that's some of the old stuff that's out there. They have no idea. So I've done the research, put it together, and want folks to do smart foot strength drills. Well, Kate, I uh, I can't believe this. Uh, we are like at 28 minutes, and I. So before I before I continue, we are going to have to have you back on. I mean, this was this was too good of an interview. I feel like we didn't even like really. I feel get... like we can do a half an hour on each one of the six things. And Seriously, spent like three quarters of the time talking about feet because I'm a selfish bastard and I, my feet hurt, <laughs> so I want to talk about what affects me. But where can we find you online? Say, give the website again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can find me in two places online at fitforreallife.com where I house all of the things that make your mind, body, spirit, soul uh, strong and fit for real life. And then at theunbreakablebody.com where I have my online uh, mobility and foundational strength program. So is that V, like V is in the uh, URL, it's the unbreakable? It is the unbreakable body program. It is the one that you want. So, so yes, theunbreakablebody.com okay. and fitforreallife.com as well. You can find me at both those places. 
Awesome. awesome. Uh, yeah, no, we'll I really those places in the show notes, by the way, in yeah. case anybody wasn't driving around listening to the podcast, like, oh, crap, I got to find a pen and a post-it note, like <laughs> 70 miles an hour in traffic. Like, uh, we'll put them on the show notes. They'll make it easy to find. So. Yeah, and uh, I really would. I mean, if you're interested, we can talk more about it uh, via email. But I would love, like, I, I feel like we sort of hit on feet really good today. I'd love to come have you back on and just do, like, 30 minutes on, like, hips and then 30 minutes on like core and posture I think uh, would be a good one but um, yeah so anyway so I I've got one more question to ask you and it's a question that we've asked every uh, guest on the show and that is what is one thing that you enjoy about life or something you do to make life more enjoyable I make sure that I schedule my time so that at least a few nights a week I can catch the sunset I think that's really important for grounding yourself to where you are in this world and knowing where your place is whether you see that as how small you are compared to the entire universe and our giant sunset happening in front of us, or how amazingly large and lucky you are to be here doing this right now, seeing this sunset, and then going back and living the rest of your life. I think that's vitally important to reconnecting to your soul and taking a moment to be still. I, just got- I noticed uh, when I was perusing your website, and you had an article up there like 30, and I'll, I'll butcher the name of it, but 33 things you can do when you're not having pain all the time, something along those lines. And yep, one of your yep. things was you can watch two sunsets in a day. And that literally was like, man, that blows my mind, man. So <laughs> yes, sunsets. Like, uh, I didn't even, I never think about it. And I, I work 12-hour shifts. I work overnights. And I watch uh, two sunsets every single day. Yep. And it never struck me that like, man, that's, the gravity of what you're talking about till I read that. So yes, that is, that is a terrific thing. Yeah. Just, and just real quick on, you know, when I started getting more into like this, my, the sleep studying and, and learning more about that and circadian rhythms, I started getting more in tune with, you know, like the sun, when the sunrise is and it keeps creeping earlier every day. And like when the moon rises and when it's the new moon, like we're about to have the new moon. And, uh, like my girls, I have two daughters and then a one-year-old son. And every month I know when the, the full moon is and we've got a garage that faces, uh, east <clears throat> and we go out and we watch the moon rise every month. Awesome. <laughs> well, and there's there's something important to our bodies. Uh, the the actual act of sun rising, the change of the light, the change of the spectrum, sunrise and sunset that has a very that we talk a lot about on the show when we're talking about sleep uh, mm-hmm. sleep hygiene that plays a very 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 super important role in uh, the timing of your body clock so yes sunsets sunrises yeah awesome. it's just like awesome, we awesome. we think uh, you know sun the moon literally like moves the ocean. And we think it doesn't affect us. Yep. Like, I, I just, that blows my mind that we think somehow we can disconnect ourselves from this natural daily rhythm and monthly rhythm and yearly rhythm that is out there and not trying to, to you know, sort of get back into that cycle. So, yeah, great. That was that was one of the best uh, answers we've ever gotten, by the way. A lot of mind-blowing going on in the program today. <laughs> well, I'm happy to uh, oblige. Awesome. Well, uh, listeners, we are going to have Kate back on uh, sometime in the near future. So, Kate, this was awesome. I th- and thank you, Tim, for uh, yes, thank sending you, Tim. me your information. And we'll link to all your stuff in the show notes. Try to drive some traffic your way. And uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you so much, gentlemen. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. Thank you, Kate. And like we said, uh, all her stuff will be linked in the show notes. And we're going to have her back on. Uh, one, because she's super smart. She has a lot to talk about. And two, because I think she genuinely was like saying, yes, I would like to be back on and not just being like, yeah, You can sure. tell sometimes when we're like, yeah, you ought to be on the show again. And people are like, Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, ooh. sounds good. Yeah. Oh, pretty, uh, pretty busy year. I've got. Uh, why don't you get with my personal assistant? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll have them email you. Please don't call me. Speaking of personal assistants, 
I am extremely excited to announce Dean Laurie is going to be on the show. And now, most people probably haven't heard of Dean if they don't listen to to Vinny Tortorch's podcast. Dean is a very is a Hollywood. I think it's a, it's a right to say he's a Hollywood bigwig. Yeah, he's a big shot. He's a writer, producer, stuff like that, and he's had a very important hand in many of the greatest TV shows. Uh, well, Arrested Development, I think enough said. That's my favorite show of all time. Uh, he was a writer, I think, in season three for that show. Uh, a bunch of other stuff that everyone's always heard of. Major Pain, that uh, that movie with uh, Damon Wayans. And he just, he's done a lot of stuff. He's going to be on our show uh, sometime in November. Yeah. So, <laughs> We're also going to have a, uh, a, a friend of ours. Oh, Shelly from an earlier uh, story that your brother told. <laughs> yes. He's going to so come on. So awkward. Yeah. My, when my brother was on the show, he talked about how uh, he had a crush on Shelly when they worked at the bakery together. I didn't know she listened until she messaged us yeah. on Facebook. It was like, I listen to show all the time. And I was like, oh, man. She so she has yeah, so, a huge crush on her. Yeah, she, <laughs> awesome. she is uh, the fifth pillar of Simply Human, which is uh, deliver babies like a human at home. And she, and is, she just puts on a catcher's mitt and she goes, <laughs> all right, fire in there. Hi-ya, hi-ya. Low and outside. Right in the heat. Yeah. So she's going to be on soon. There's a couple of guests coming up. Um, okay. I think it's time. I think it's time for humans being human segment. Yeah, Be crazy. I'm ready for the story. Okay, there was this segment. Uh, <sighs> I had a friend Facebook the Facebook message the Simply Human Lifestyle Facebook page, right? So yes. that's not like my normal messenger, and which is if you if you Facebook message me, obviously text is what I'm gonna like respond to first. Yeah, and I think in order, it's text for everyone. It's text and then email. Right. And then, and then Facebook, Facebook message. Right. And Facebook message for me has dropped down the list because they've done the mess- the separate messenger app, and my right. antique phone can't handle that. And uh, so if you Facebook message me, I might not see it for like a week or so yeah. because I just don't look at that. But yeah, there we go. So, so I think we're on the same page. Yes. So he Facebook messaged me on like October 10th about a t-shirt, about a Simply Human t-shirt. And this is a, a friend, of, an old friend of mine. Well, I remembered on Sunday afternoon about 1 o'clock – and I like I was I was sitting there just like this last Sunday, right? So it was like two weeks later. Yeah, and I was like, oh no! And, and I just remembered, and like it was, he's in Costa Rica, and he wanted me to give a T-shirt to his girlfriend who was coming to see him. Well, at like this point, she's already gone to see him in his back, so I felt yeah. Terrible. So you missed the boat. Yeah. So I I was just like, instead of Facebooking him back, I texted him. Okay, hang on, let me find the text here. This is quality quality radio. So I texted him, uh, crap. Jason, I'm yeah, crap. Yeah, Mark Rogers. I'm just seeing this. I'm just seeing your message, or I'm, or I'm just getting to your message. Can I still get you a shirt? I want you to have one. And I send him that text. And his name is Jason. Jason. Okay. So about five hours later, I get a little notification on my phone from Jason. Oh, sweet. You know. So I I look open the thing, and there. Then as I'm as I right as I open it up, another text comes through. So there's two texts. The first one says, "This is his wife. Who the hell is this?" <laughs> the second text says, "By the way, he want to hear his." Uh, okay, so like I'm reading this as it's okay. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to use some artistic yeah. license to cover up some of the grammatical. Well, I'm, I'm gonna read it for the sake of storytelling. I'm gonna read it as is, and then we can. Okay. okay. It says, "By the way, no, no commas, no periods, nothing." By the Imagine way, that. he want to hear his name is not really Jason, and you don't need to effing know it. And it's F, and then a bunch of asterisks. Okay. Hang on. So. <clears throat> They're going to go to the trouble of using the F word as an adjective, which I am a huge advocate for. Right. But they're going to like self censor themselves. Uh, yeah. When they're I, trying to get like 
all gangster and yeah. real on somebody via text message. So, so I'm looking man, at these texts. If you're yeah. listening, just do random it. lady, just go ahead and use the whole word, man. Yeah. And, and there is, I, I, I have never been more certain of anything in my life that this woman will never listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, let's make fun of her. You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dumb moron. And we could, I don't know, like somebody's going to be listening to this. You're at the, at the end of the story, you're as like a police officer, you're going to be like, uh, y'all could go to jail for that. Yeah. So, okay. hey, hang on, guys. That's gotten a little too real yeah. for me over here. <laughs> okay. So it just, the story just keeps getting better. So as I'm sitting there thinking, oh, this is funny, you know, I have the wrong number. Jason call is calling me. Right. right. And so I'm like, okay, I'm not answering this. Here is the voice. So I think obviously what we've got is that you have a number in your phone that you think is for your friend Jason. Right. But turns out somehow, like, like yeah, he's changed numbers. Or something like that. Yeah. And so it's somewhat random person's phone number. Right. So okay. I'm going to play this 68 second, so close, 68 second voicemail. <laughs> Only one second more, yeah. man. So try to mask your laughter as you listen to this. Voice okay, thing. I'm going to mute my mic while okay. it's happening. Okay, right. here we go. Hey, this number you think you have for Jason, 829 or whatever, and this number you can text him. Uh, his name is not really Jason. Number two, this is his wife. It has been for the next to 10 years. And you can lose this number. Because I don't think you're woman enough to bango or try to take my family. Because let me tell you something. That ain't happening. And you better step on back because you don't know what you're about to get into, girl. So let me tell you what. You better just lose this number. That's your first and last warning. And I'm telling you now. You don't get no more than that. So you better lose this number. And I'm on it. So goodbye. And you better leave us alone. And I'm and I'm checking every message, every call from now on. Lose it. Leave my family alone. Hang on. Okay. Okay. So a okay. a. First of all, let yeah. me say this. <laughs> a reasonable person. Okay. What we have right now is two unreasonable people smashing heads together like two rams on a mountain. A reasonable person would have been like, oh, okay, it's a wrong number. Wrong number. The guy's My name bad. isn't even Jason. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. Uh, secondly, a reasonable person on your end would have been like, okay, obviously there's some issues there. Yeah. <laughs> Funny well, story that I'll tell my friends. Okay, well, it. hold on. Now, we have two unreasonable it, Well, people. and it keeps getting better. And it just hang on. So, uh, the other the, part... And I, I think the best part is his name isn't even Jason. Right. So, it's like... It's very, very obvious if you're not a freaking idiot. That it's the wrong number. That it's the wrong number. Right. <laughs> and your original text wasn't like, hey, I can't wait to see you Yeah, again. it was you like, hey, I... me the business. Ugh. Yeah. It was like, oh, sorry, I missed you while you were here. Could I mail you a t-shirt? Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hold on. So the other part, the other funny part is like, she says, I don't know this number that you keep texting. I texted it once. Obviously, I've only texted it once. So I, I respond. So you just send the one message right. and then you get this flurry of activity. Two back. texts and the voicemail. And I respond via text with this quote, ha ha, just listen to your message. I am a 33-year-old man with three kids, had the wrong number. You have nothing to worry about. Consider the number lost. My apologies. Okay, that's you trying to be reasonable right. somewhat and be like, hey, calm down. Right, yeah, it's just that, you're fine. I think that, fine. I think that would be, I think, a jury of a thousand 
reasonable yeah. people would say that, the, okay, that's all, you, you, that's all right to do. So here's where it goes off the rails. Okay. I make the mistake of this group text that we talked about earlier. It's between friend, our friends, me and you, and then Jack and Nate and Steve. Right. Steve! Yeah. And so I make the mistake of like texting like pictures of the texts and the you voicemail. Take a screenshot and send another group. And the voicemail to these guys, thinking, hey, look, this is kind of funny. Look what this happened. This was sort of funny. Oh, man. So the first the response. Nest yeah. Has been stirred. The first response we get. Or I get back is well. Obviously, we all have to start texting this number, and I need to remind. I need to hold on before I do anything else. I need to make a note to myself. Bleep out the number because she says the number in the. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't bleep it out. All like eleven hundred of our Facebook people yeah. and subscribers text this lady's phone. Just blow it yeah. up. So okay, so only one of them actually texted the number. Okay, and that's good. Here, Which one? Who is it? Nate, right? N- here's what Nate wrote this this number. Here we go. So there's one more text I'm gonna read, and one more text thread I'm gonna read, and one more voicemail. Okay. So the text is from Nate. Oh goodness. <laughs> yeah. Hey Jason, if that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read it like he put it in because there's there's like on purpose mistakes. Hey, Jason, if that even your real name, I enjoyed your time the other weekend. Why you not call me back? I thought it was good to meet you. Holla back if you want another booty swing. Can I, <laughs> can I call you later? A booty swing. Yes. <laughs> so she, she immediately writes back, ha ha, uh, B-I-T-C-H, F no. And this time she doesn't self-censor. She writes the word well, yeah. next level. And then she the leaves. The queen of the Ozarks over yeah. here. <laughs> and then she leaves. Now, I'm going to have to get my bleeping tool out for this one. Okay. But she leaves this message for Nate. Here we go. I- I- enjoy this. Now, hang on. Before before I play, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Everyone is just like in suspense. She like... or. There's a little stutter at the beginning. That's Nate like restarting the the message. Okay. okay, okay so okay. it's like so that's what the the sort of the the mess up is at the beginning. Here we go. Oh, Jason's mom's real name. Oh, Jason's mom's real name is Rudy Swing. I don't think so. Anyway, this is Jason's wife, or not Jason, what you call it. Anyway, this is his wife, and you know what? Uh, you got the wrong number. Anyway, you better lose this number because you know what? I think you bit off more than two and you're dealing with the wrong motherfucker. So you know what? Don't with me and don't with my family and lose this number because if I find you texting or find you calling again, I'm not booking the house. Bye. Lord almighty. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Honey Boo Boo's mom? Seriously. Oh, man. And like. Everyone else, all the other guys said they were going to text. I'm, I'm halfway glad that they didn't and halfway sad they didn't because like that, because I, I texted it to another friend of mine and I kind of told him what was going on and he, his response was that poor, poor husband. <laughs> well, the funny part about that well, is... Well, I mean, I think it's very, very clear what's going on here, uh, at least on their end, but... Uh, 
you know. The, the funniest I part about it is she goes, "This isn't gonna, hey, this isn't this isn't Jason's phone." Oh wait, well his name isn't Jason. This, this is Jason's wife. Well, not Jason. Yeah, I'm gonna start texting me like, "Hey, not Jason, what are you wearing?" <laughs> like just calling him not Jason. Oh, so I just sort of stumbled into that uh, <laughs> that wonderful little I'm, joyous. Okay. The mature professional policeman of me says, "Ha ha, good time was had by all. Let us uh, let us now think of other things." The uh, immature moron in me, which it's a constant battle, fifty percent of my brain fighting the other fifty percent. The immature <laughs> half is like, "Man, I really One want six. to start texting that thing and just exploding it. How can I do this?" But well, no, one of the guys, do anything, one of the guys, had an idea funny. of getting a, like a burner phone. And, uh, and yeah, I can see you. By the way, spending going to like Walmart and buying it like one of those terrorist like track phones and putting like just I, I'd like to buy ten text messages, please, yeah. and like spending a nickel on it and then like just using it just to screw with these people. So uh, who knows? It sounds like she might have maybe been on drugs. Uh, you know, <laughs> you think? So, some people may be um, turned off by our by the fact that we sort of. Uh, uh, Kind of go to irritated the, the stick a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, we kind of did. But uh, if I you're, we, if you're, you still, guys kind of did yeah, a little st- bit. But it's not like you sent her five thousand, yeah. you know, unsolicited text messages in the middle of the night, really screwing with her. If that <laughs> yeah. was the case, that would have been really funny. The, the next part, I'm going to say, and then Steve got a burner phone and texted him, texted the number like twelve pictures <laughs> and then of his I got dog. Their address, and I just started writing them letters. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he kept, he mailed him like thirteen pictures of his dong. <laughs> I started sending them photographs of my bottom. <laughs> so that is the crazy, suspicious, uh, backwoods uh, lady story. <laughs> we will, we will, ter- we will uh, sometimes, like in every uh, every police car that we have, we have like a little cell phone in there. Just sometimes people need phone calls and stuff like that, and they don't want us using our personal phones. So periodically, like. Well, I'll look at the – and I only need to use it like once every three or four weeks. It's not even that often. But I'll look at it and check the messages, and there'll be like the, – a cop. you can tell a cop was like calling like a tweaker trying to like, hey, uh, you got a warrant. Why don't you come in and, and you know we'll take care of it? Or I don't know who this number is. Whatever. And periodically we'll get like text messages, like random ones that are like, hey, say, man, is, is this Joe? I need a teener, which is like dope talk for like I need some meth. Like it's a specific quantity. Like, yeah. uh, this is the police. Yeah. I, don't, uh, I don't sell drugs. Uh, please stop calling me. So, this is yeah. in the 1920s. Uh, yeah. I feel like uh, the advent of cell phones and text messaging and emails has really screwed up the whole process of like the uh, the wrong number phone call. Yeah. Because like now when you miss a call, like people – when you get a phone call from a number you don't know – you never answer the phone. Oh, no right. one ever answers yeah, the phone. Yeah. But then you call it back. But then the, the curiosity eats you up inside, and you call it back. Right. And uh, you're like, oh, yes, this is uh, Rick. I, I'm just returning a, a call from this number. Yeah. Like all indignant, like, why did you call my phone, idiot? Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, it was a wrong number. That's why I didn't leave a voicemail. It's why I didn't text you. It's why you don't know who I am. Yeah. So, like, I think we've all gotten a little bit off the rails, whereas, like, 25 years ago before the age of the cell phone, your phone would ring at your house, and you'd go and pick it up like, Hello. Oh, uh, yes. Is Tim there? Uh, no, there's no Tim here. I think you might have the wrong number, my friend. Oh, yeah. well, thank you very much for letting me know. Uh, I appreciate it. I, I hope you have a terrific weekend. Yeah. No, 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 no. I hope you have a terrific weekend. <laughs> well, like tripping over themselves to be nice. And now it's like, who dare call my phone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, my, my husband's name isn't even Jason. He's dead. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> part of it. It's not like you got the name right. Yeah. Like it was. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Classic. Yeah. 
Anyway. Well, good story. Good time. Yes. All right. Uh, it is now time for the Simply Human Tip of the Week, something you can start doing today to become a more healthy human. And it is straight from the Kate Galliott interview. And the tip of the week is don't get stuck in the same position. Right? So, like, what she talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she said. Chuckle, chuckle. Yeah. So, it's like, if, you, if you're if you sitting, and I loved how she, you know, it's always like, sitting is the devil. Well, not, I mean, not necessarily. Sitting pr- as your primary position is the devil. And so, it's like, if you, if you stood incorrectly all day, standing incorrectly would be the devil. So, it's like, whatever position you're in the most is is the position that's causing, uh, you know, this biomechanical uh, strain and, and, and the, the negative effects of that. So so it's like it, her, her tip is like every hour, and you asked her that question, like how often? Once an hour, if you're sitting, stand up. And then if you're like standing up, then raise a leg up on a little stool or something or, you know, like, so, so just because like if you're at home, don't just sit on the couch, sit on the couch for 30 minutes and then sit on the floor and then sit crisscross on the floor and then sit, lay on your stomach. You know, it's like just change positions all the way throughout the day. And I'll tell you what, like when, when I'm down on the floor, there's like, I I have like, you know, I have my back and my thoracic is, is a, is an issue that I'm, I'm constantly working on. And, and when I lay like on my back on the floor, it's just, it's like a massage, you know, it feels so amazing. Then it's like laying on a couch. Yeah. It's comfy and it's comfortable and squishy and all that stuff. Uh, it's kind of, I just described, never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's like, you're not getting any sort of like solid resistance, you know, it's just you're sort of molding to the couch and you're not letting yourself sort of be under the stress of it, of your own system, which will, you know, sort of have this positive effect on you. So that's the tip of the week. Uh, don't get stuck in one position. Rick? I, uh, I'm trying to implement this in my everyday life. Cool. I, uh, you know, being a police officer, you, you, it's a surprisingly sedentary job. Uh, you sit in your car, uh, you know, if, you, if it's not real busy, like if it's busy, you're in and out of the car and you're walking around and stuff like that. But uh, if, when it's not busy or when you're working on a huge pile of paperwork, it's surprisingly sedentary. I, I find myself sitting sometimes upwards of probably three or four hours in a row yeah. in the car, which uh, is an even worse position, like in a car seat as opposed to like a regular chair. So right. just once an hour, just change positions for just a little bit just do yourself uh, some good it takes about two seconds and you know if you're you know office man cubicle jones like you, it, you can still do your work standing yeah. up like it's not like you have to pause whatever you're doing and not do it you can still you know get done what you need to do there's yeah, and- lots of little things you can do uh multitasking with your body while you are doing your work with your brain yeah so, and here's here's uh you, know, you just talked about driving here's some things that i do because I, I drive some for work yeah and, you do a lot of driving so i i drove to lubbock this week and which is like two two and a half yeah two fifteen two two twenty yeah and it's it's 75 the whole way now so you can oh, make wow. it yeah it's awesome so well then. um so here's here's what i do anytime i'm driving i take a uh uh, sort of like one of those. It's it's not the super strong resistance bands. It's like one of the thinner ones. So yeah. I, I have one of those in the car. I have a yoga block that I put on my lower back to keep my back sort of from getting into that rounded flex position. And then that's just sort of the this position I'm in. And then every 45 minutes, I get out. I take that band and I I do like a a pass through. Like I'll like imagine if I've got the band over my head and then I go behind my back with it. Does that make sense? So I'm like yeah. I'm yeah. activating like my anterior. Or my posterior chain, as far as like my the, my rear delts and my back and my traps and all that, and then I'll do like you know I'll squat down in like into like a below parallel and just sort of stretch like that for for I mean 
you know, two minutes, three minutes. I walk around the car a couple times and I get back in and I'm, I'm back. You know, I'll just do that like on the side of the, I'll pull over into an access road or something and just do it like on the side of well, the road. Well, we all joke, like, you know, when you're on a road trip, like, oh, what a make good time. Right, right, well, right. it's two minutes. Right. Like, uh, and I always feel so much to, better. You know, good time like versus like doing something good for your body i know that sounds ridiculous pulling your car over on the highway don't do it in the middle of uh, (laughs) the middle of the city you might get run over but like uh you know just little things like that just think outside the box or Or stop at a gas station go inside get a bottle of water you know just like just just get out and move around don't just get stuck uh like put a diaper on and just like drive (laughs) Drive from one end of the other yeah so. In, your, in your diaper. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's the show. We got Dean Laurie coming up. We've got uh, Shelly Hackler, Shelly Zadina Hackler, um, and we've got a lot of a lot of other guests. Uh, I've I've uh, I reached out to several other people uh, that are that are we're going to try to work some stuff out. So lots of cool stuff coming up. Um, and uh, we do have I I don't want to tease this too much, but we do have a special uh, guest. Uh, and I'm just going to sort of very briefly tease this. It's a, a friend of mine. He will definitely be a move like a human show. Um, he actually trained my dad, was one of his first trainers as far as like a personal trainer. And then he worked with me in like middle school and high school. Um, so it's a, we're going to have him on. He'll be on the humans being human uh, segment, but uh, that, that's coming up. Do you, um, I believe. Uh, Shaky, well, I'll just tell you his name. It's Shaky Fitzpatrick. I know yeah, he's kind of an old school guy. Yeah, it's kind of a funny name, but uh, he, he's obviously Irish. But um, uh, really old, old, uh, old school. And uh, we'll have him on in, in uh, coming in, in upcoming shows or coming up shows, however you want to say it. So, all right, I think that's a show that that'll do it for this edition of the Simply Human podcast. You can find us online at uh, simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Links to the Facebook page, YouTube channel, all that good stuff. Follow me on Twitter at simplyhuman52. Like the Facebook page. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us a review, good or bad, and be entered in the Simply Human T-shirt giveaway-a-thon, uh, as it's affectionately known around here. Uh, I guess it will be affectionately known as that. You <laughs> won't stop calling it that. <laughs> Please leave a review, good or bad. If you want to private message me, I will give you the number of the crazy lady that you can text her. <laughs> and you can email me at simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com. Email Rick at simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. That'll do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. And remember... If I find you texting, if I find you calling again, I'm not booking the house. Bye. Lord almighty. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, enjoy yourself. <laughs>